everyone, welcome to another edition of First Look Final Word. I'm Pete. And I'm Trevor. Yeah, this is the podcast where we take you along on a move on, on our trip to see a movie. Yeah, basically we're leaving from our uh, neighborhood that we both live in. We're going to drive to the theater, talk about some stuff on the way there, and then on the way back you'll get our initial reaction to the movie we just saw. And what are we seeing today, Pete? Today's movie is Aquaman. It's not Aquaman 2. Yeah, Aquam- <laughs> I had to look this up today too. Well, Aquaman no. and the Lost Kingdom. The Lost Kingdom, right. I, yes, like, I knew that. I if knew you that. threatened me with death, I couldn't have told you what the actual title no. of the movie was. And uh, I got the synopsis here from IMDb. Oh, there you go. Let's throw that out. It reads, Aquaman balances his duties as king and as member of the Justice League, all while planning a wedding. Black Manta is on the hunt for Atlantean tech to help rebuild his armor. And Orm plots to escape his Atlantean prison. There's no way this is about his wedding, right? Like, there's there's <laughs> zero chance. <laughs> yeah, it depends who they say he's getting married to in the end. <laughs> yeah, like, if yeah, this... It's funny that's in the synopsis. Like, yeah. I feel like they're going to really do it. Yeah, we'll get into that later. Okay, though, right? here. <laughs> before I'll, before I'll... we get into that, we're going to touch on a few more things first. Yeah, we'll start start the drive here, there and now. Well, just <laughs> when reading that, and like you he- heard about stuff from the background of the production of this movie about how they basically tried to cut Amber Heard's character as much right. as they could. Yeah. I really can't believe that this movie would focus on their wedding. Like that that doesn't make any sense. Yeah, I don't know how they're going to go about the whole Amber Heard of it all. Like I, I've not really seen any in-depth reviews of it, but um, I'm assuming it's very, very pared down. Well, on the poster, it's just Momoa and uh, Patrick Wilson. Like, yeah, she's nowhere to be seen. Yeah, they're, they're really pushing that relationship. I think that's the kind of, from what I've seen from trailers and stuff, I think, it, I don't know if it was a retooling, but it seems like it's more of a buddy movie with those two guys. <laughs> okay, well, I'm, I'm down for that. Yeah, what I imagine is they're going to start, and it's going to be like, oh, the wedding and all this, and it's like, oh, there's Amber Heard for five minutes. Then they just go off on their little adventure, and <laughs> yeah. they, don't, they don't go back to what's going on back there with all that stuff. <laughs> that would be my guess, too. But, yeah, why don't we get into... Uh, our our outline here yeah yeah so let's uh let's talk about some of the stuff uh, from last week last episode so last episode if you guys haven't heard it we we dug into the boy and the heron go back if you haven't listened to it it's a good one yeah it's essential listening i would say yeah i mean why haven't you listened to it already is would be my question but here you go we forgive you but yeah we had some good feedback on that we uh we got on the socials and get uh, followers on the on the social medias <laughs> if you guys aren't already I think uh, it looks like at this point, like Reddit is probably the best place to get us, which isn't a typical one people throw out, but it seems to be where we're getting yeah. a lot of engagement. So, so you, you, but you can catch us on Instagram and Facebook and, and Twitter as well, or X, I guess it is now. Yeah, the question we put out last time was, what is the best animated film of all time? And lots of lots of good feedback we got on this yeah, one. Yeah, there's a lot of uh, a lot of Studio Ghibli stuff coming out, which was expected. Yeah, a lot of people kind of agreed with my take on Spirited Away, though that yeah. that's hardly a surprise. I was no, a little worried that too many people would agree with me. Yeah, I kind of went, I tried to go for a bit of a, an outlier recommendation with mine, but nobody seemed to agree with me. A couple, <laughs> couple of really vehement people who did really disagreed well, with my choice, which was Mitchell's versus the machine. But, you know, it's each it, to their own. It's interesting that, like, a lot of people did have the reaction that, like, oh, you know, I don't want to pick one that's too soon because, like, yeah, yeah. it's doesn't hasn't had time to percolate yet. True. But, the exception to that rule seemed to be the the two Spider Verse movies. There's a lot yes, of love for those out there right and I, now. And I, that's what I would have picked if I was going like really truly what I enjoyed the most. But but I wanted to pick something that people might not have seen or have put much uh, as much stock in because those movies are super popular for good reason. The, the Spider Man ones, but 
Mitchells. I, I kind of group it in with all these new, uh, we talked about it last time, but all these new style animations. So like, especially with the, one I think we missed last week was the, the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles movie. Did you, did you see that one? The Mutant, I, Mutant Mayhem? I haven't, I haven't seen that one yet. It's, it's high up on my list. I didn't, I was trying to catch it in theaters with my niece and nephew, but it didn't end up coming together. Yeah, and that was from the guy who directed uh, Mitchell's. If I oh really? Okay. Yeah, so it was kind of like his follow up to that. Yeah, and like, did did Lord and Miller have anything to do with I that one? I don't believe so on that one. Okay. But like, they really took a swing on that one with a very distinct animation style that's very different from uh, from Spider Man, very different from Mitchell's, but like very very uh, like unique and and really really re I think is amazing. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. So anyway, yeah, we got some good feedback on the old animated questions. So yeah, we heard uh, like an, another new classic we heard about. Like a few people mentioned Encanto, which I I agree with. Like I love that movie. Yeah. I think that's my daughter's favorite animated movie. Yeah, it's weird. I don't know if it's because like, we have kids, but I I felt like there was a real resurgence of quality Disney animation that came. Well, I think that period of like, you know. 2000 some odd to like 2013 or whatever is a bit of a dead zone yeah it really was right they, they kind of lost their way a bit i think <clears throat> even though there's some good movies in that era but no nothing that really hit well it's really like in that era just like pixar is making disney look well, like fools it, right? yeah exactly that and so they, they ended up just having to acquire them because they were getting embarrassed all <laughs> exactly. the time exactly no it's disney pixar yeah but yeah, there were a lot of Pixar movies people picked too, like Wall-E and uh, yeah. Toy Story. A bit of a debate on which Toy Story would would go in there. Yeah, I saw a lot of people picking Toy Story, and I honestly I went back and watched Toy Story recently. And while it's a great movie, I would it, it's it's not even in my top ten Pixar. I don't think. Well, it, my, it was great. It was like groundbreaking at the time, right? That's why everyone remembers. Oh, it was amazing. They they made this movie, and it was at the time. But when you compare it to other movies. But obviously, the animations come a long way. I even feel like the character of characters of Woody and Buzz didn't really even develop until you get to the second movie. Well, exactly. Yeah, I, mean, um, I feel so like that was the that was the, the that was a foundation for those for those characters and that story, that animation, like introduced it. The, the plot is pretty bare bones; nothing much happens. Yeah, really. Um, but but yeah, I, I think they just expanded on that and improved as they went. I that, think that's well. That's what I think. Well, my my rankings go two, three, four, one. Yeah, I'd and like I love, I still love the first one. Like I just, it's it's my least of the favorites yeah, of the I don't Toy Story. I would put it above the fourth, just because. I mean, the fourth gets a lot of hate. I think, uh, and I see a lot of people, critics as well. I just love Duke Kaboom downing on it. Yeah, but <laughs> I, I really liked it. I thought it was. I mean, yeah. it was a bit jarring the way it sort of shifted the focus on and like gave a backseat to a lot of the characters. Like Buzz is barely in it. Yeah, but, uh, but I didn't mind that. I liked that they. The, 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 the Bo Peep story and the animation in that one is so insane. Yeah, it's very good. crisp. It's crazy how good it is. And I love the, I love how textured the villain is in that one. It's not yeah, just exactly. like a straight yeah. like copy of like the Lotso character. Like yeah. she has an interiority to her. That's not just like I want revenge on the whole world. Yeah. They, they do pretty well with the actually with, with antagonists in the Toy Story movies. Yeah, no, like no, no, no complaints really. They yeah. did something different pretty much every time. Right, and it's usually quite good. Anyways, our next question will be, what's your favorite Toy Story movie? <laughs> yeah. Let's get that one raging yeah. on mine. Well, there, there are like a lot of other good ones that were thrown out. Some ones that I'd, I had never watched before, like yeah. that I'd 
what I think I'd like to add to my list, like Angel's Egg is one that I hadn't even really right. heard of before. Had you heard of that one before? No, I hadn't. I was there, was, fe- there was a lot on that where I was like, I do not know what these are. <laughs> I feel bad. And then Heavy Metal, like a few yes, people said, heard, which I've I've, has like a, a big reputation, but I've never seen it. So I, I, I want to see that at some point. Yeah, same. Same, definitely. Yeah. Anything else jump out at you from that feedback? Uh, not really. Not that other than the ones that you mentioned. There's, <laughs> the one thing that come out is the, the, the opinions were very... They, wildly different some people were throwing out options that i kind of raised an eyebrow i thought but uh but that just goes to show that animation such a such a wide range of different kind of movies fall into that category it was kind of it was kind of a it was kind of not a fair question just to ask what's your favorite animated movie because there's lots of different things that have been done and that's in in animation that uh it's kind of hard to pick yeah well, and like, there's no accounting for taste, too. Like, if, well, yeah, not true. If someone loves Kung Fu Panda 3 and thinks that's right. the best movie of all time, like, what yeah. are we to say, you know, that's a bad answer? Yeah, so, like, when people were throwing out their favorite Pixar movie, I think someone said Cars. And that, uh, one, that was what I, I was like, well, that's, a, that's against popular opinion. I think that's a generational thing. Like, I would imagine... Oh, that's a good show, actually. I know a lot of younger guys. Probably, like, 20 or something. Yeah, I grew up on Cars. Yeah. But, I know when, when Cars came out i was just like oh well pixar is already like i like cars but it's no no way would you ever put it up near the top pixar movies and i don't think i ever saw this did they do two sequels to that is there a cars three yeah there's a i did see cars three i've never seen cars three like uh cars two does not inspire you to want to go back and see more what i did was skip cars two and then that trailer for cars three pulled me in you know the one with him spinning like doing the flips in the race in the racetrack (laughs) that trailer was amazing (laughs) i don't don't know i don't know the trailer oh you should look it up it's it's great the cars three trailer was like which took me shocked me because i was like this is for cars 3 this is like an intense trailer okay well so should i check out cars 3 yeah just hit the, just do the trailer and you'll be fine you don't oh, have to okay watch the <laughs> well you should watch cars 2 just for the fact that did you know that it's a spy movie i did yes. and it's like mater is like the james bond yeah. analog i kind of know the plot because my kids have those disney books where it tells the, oh, yeah. the plot of the movie and the nice little short story so i i know exactly what happens and i was like yeah i don't need to see that yeah well, should we get to our question this week then? Yeah, I mean we're we're, getting, we're into December now. It's uh, as of recording, we're on what the twenty first today. Yeah, twenty first. If all goes as planned, this will be out the twenty second. Yeah, so we're uh, we're coming up on Christmas, so we're gonna do the obvious thing <laughs> and go for uh, well, not the obvious thing. We're not gonna do favorite Christmas movie. We're gonna do all alternate christmas movie right so not, yeah. not your typical classic christmas fair yeah so like if you're asking a 10 year old what's your favorite christmas movie it would not be what this person would answer yeah, we're right? not talking the santa claus part we're not even talking christmas story and national it's a wonderful story. life yeah, all vacation. movies that i love amazing there's lots of amazing christmas movies that are quintessential christmas we're talking about the stuff that something that and, and this is a good question. We can get into this because there's a lot of people have caveats when they talk about this kind of stuff, right? When everyone knows the Die Hard back and forth, which we, which we don't need to get into. But yeah. is that a Christmas movie? Is it not? And, well, and what are the rules to make yeah. it a Christmas movie? Well, I would say one note on Die Hard because, like, that, <laughs> okay, that was. That, let's just talk about Die Hard. That, <laughs> well, that was that was a hot take like 10 years ago or whatever. Yeah, like, yeah. you know, Die Hard's secretly a Christmas movie. And then people are like, no, it's not. And then that opinion kind of became a cliche. And then that opinion yeah. gets made fun of. But I'd say this is a safe space <laughs> for that opinion. If you want to say Die Hard to answer this question, go ahead. Fair enough. Like, I, true I enough. think Die Hard's a great movie. And I think it's not an obvious choice either. Well, I would say it is the answer to this question if you're talking about... <laughs> well, at the same time, I think it, okay, is, so, it is a Christmas movie. 
Yeah, I, th- I think because I think I think it is a Christmas movie. Like it's almost too obvious of a Christmas movie, but I don't want to shame anybody who wants no. to say Die Hard. And, it, and it's triggering for people because just because it's, people are sick of the conversation. There's an internet battle point. over yeah. it. <laughs> so we could say like you can include Die Hard, but let's hear what else. What else besides Die exactly. Hard? Then maybe. And I want to hear about stuff that's not necessarily even related to Christmas. Oh, I, you're gonna love my answer. Because there's movies that like <laughs> that just feels like Christmas because I yeah. watch it over Christmas and it just reminds me of Christmas, but. There's nary a, a Santa hat to be seen anywhere, isn't it? Yeah. So, like, what? Uh, so, is the criteria here that there's no criteria? Just yeah, whatever reminds so. you of Christmas. Yeah, because that's I mean, not you, an obvious answer. You get into it like, oh, there has to be set around Christmas. Has to be snow. Someone has to say Merry Christmas. Like, no, forget all that. It's just like whatever you think is 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 Christmassy. Okay, I love it. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's more open than I thought. I but let's keep it open. Yeah, now I'm excited to hear yours. Did you want to go first? Well, I, I have a couple that were top of my mind if uh, we want okay. to do a, a bit of a back and forth. Do, yeah, do you have more than one or do you yeah, have... I've got a couple too, yeah, for sure. So, yeah, okay, I'll do one well, of mine first. Okay, you. sure. So my first my first one that I that I love is, uh, is gonna, I'm going to go with Kiss Kiss Bang Bang, which is a classic Shane Black movie that is actually set at Christmas. So it counts as a Christmas movie if, you, if you're using that criteria, but not doesn't ever come up on anyone's list from what I, from what I usually see. And it's just a brilliant movie. It's not necessarily a Christmas movie, but it's a brilliant movie set at Christmas, so I kind of figured it counts. No, it absolutely counts, yeah. And it's like a, you know, like a noir kind of movie. It's got, like, post-peak Kilmer and Downey Jr. Like, both of them kind of on, like, a down in their career. Yeah, it was a really weird Doing great work. Oh, yeah, doing amazing work, yeah. And, uh, you can't go wrong with Shane Black and Christmas. Is that is that his first directed movie, Kiss Kiss Bang Bang? Uh, I don't think so. I didn't do my research on any of these, so you're gonna. No, I'm not. <laughs> I was I was trying to put you on the spot. Yeah, because no, no, I'm trying to think like what would be what would be what did he because he didn't he didn't direct the Lethal Weapons, right? Right. No, he was just right the writer on those. Yeah, he's mostly a writer versus. Well, yeah, right, right, writer first kind of turn director. Yeah, it might it may have been his first. Yeah, I'd have to look it up. Yeah, well. You guys can tell us on Reddit yeah. <laughs> why we're wrong. <laughs> <laughs> you idiots. <laughs> so what? So what? Uh, what jumped out at you for this one? Why this is an alternate Christmas movie? Uh, well, I mean, it's just not really a bar- like I say. It's it's not on anyone's list. It's not like it's not Christmassy. It's just a really great, like you say, like noir thriller set around Christmas. <laughs> yeah. With great performances. You would not show it to a child. No, exactly. Yeah, that, that's yeah. a good category for this as well. It's like, there's a lot of movies that I can't show my kids that I want to show my kids. Although some classic Christmas movies are like that. Like, I can't, I've still not showed them a Christmas vacation for that reason. Yeah, maybe a couple of years. Like, it's not as raunchy as the other vacation movies, but still, no. it's, still maybe not for kids. Exactly. It's like on that cusp of thing, but yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's about it for that one. That was just one of the ones that I, uh, I like to I like to stick around right. Christmas time. Well, the the first one on on my mind was, uh, and it's similarly like I, like it's set at Christmas and it should be obvious, but you don't see it on like a lot of these lists coming up. Right. And it's Terry Gilliam's Brazil. Oh yeah. And like you could you could have seen Brazil from a long time ago and forget that there's like, you know, sort of a Christmas subplot, except it's got these dark undertones to it because it takes right. place in this totalitarian society where it's seemingly always Christmas. Right. People are always exchanging these like interchangeable packages with one another. <laughs> you never actually see what kind of presents they're getting. Right. Plot moves forward and like they're having Christmas parties and stuff. You never seem to get closer to Christmas. <laughs> and like you just get the impression that the government did research that showed that people were 
happy around Christmas time. So they decreed it was supposed to be Christmas all the time. <laughs> and then that just goes with, you know, the dark underbelly of Christmas, which is just like this soulless consumerism right that it's goes like, along with it's it like so, i wish it could be christmas every day you have to be careful what you wish for yeah it's like actually a nightmare <laughs> so brazil a good movie to watch any time of the year but i like watching it in december yeah that's not one that i would typically put on in december so i'll have to actually yeah how do you like that one I, i've been so long since i've seen it like i i barely even remember it i'm gonna be honest with you i remember i remember i did watch it a long long time ago but i it's not one that i went back to i don't know why I say that a lot, right? <laughs> like, oh, well, no. you're not much of a rewatcher, but I, I, I quite like Gilliam's like right. early stuff. Yeah, yeah. It's a, I, I never really got into a lot of his stuff, to be perfectly honest with you. Yeah, well, I could even say like uh, 12 Monkeys is sort of a Christmas movie, too. I could, uh, yeah. I like, I don't think it takes place around Christmas, but it's snowy. <laughs> yeah, well, that's it, right? It's, it's a winter movie. Yeah. It kind of counts. All right, what, what else do you have on your list? Uh, I, I had one in my brain, and then I lost it. I'm going to go with one, actually, I was going to go with Gremlins, because yeah, that's, that's one of my answer. favorites, but I feel like that's too Christmassy, although people argue about that, but... Well, it's sort of like an anti-Christmas movie, almost, right? right? Well, yeah, I mean, there's a, there's a scene in it where she, the, she explains that her dad died climbing down, <laughs> climbing down the chimney. Jimmy, yeah. <laughs> like, pretty, like, you don't forget those in your feel-good Christmas movies about yeah. people dying horribly trapped in chimneys but i think that's that's well representative of christmas movies because they have the ones that kind of play it straight and then the ones that show right. like the the darker side like this could be a depressing time of the year for some people yeah, that's and very true she hates christmas because her dad dressed up as santa <laughs> and died in the chimney that's very fair <laughs> you got a good reason to yeah and i as a side note i did get my wife to watch this movie the other night oh really as we were packing gifts and yeah um, i've not been able to get my wife to watch she it. was really scared because she <laughs> she's a big baby when it comes to horror movies and like that i don't think that movie's very scary but like yeah. it does have some does have some pretty scary bits in it um even though it's like looney tunes humor yeah i mean that, that's the thing it's like oh like oh it's probably okay to show the kids like oh no it's not it's like actually pretty some pretty terrifying stuff in yeah there. i think like we just showed kids like terrifying things back in the 80s right? and 90s I'm, i try to think back and i'm like i watched that when i was a kid all the time yeah and it's like why did i watch that yeah, i was also scared all the time <laughs> <laughs> i didn't go my microwave for five years yeah um well another one on my, my list is uh eyes wide shut oh yeah and, you know i never the... watched it never you... never watched it well you should you should definitely uh Take, take this as a, that's a Christmas movie? Well, so similarly to Brazil, it's set at Christmas, right. but the Christmas themes aren't necessarily coming through. Okay. Um, it's just like, well, one explanation people have for why it's set at Christmas is because Kubrick just wanted to use like Christmas lighting to light the scenes, basically. So, <laughs> nice. so he just set it as Christmas as an excuse. <laughs> But I think this, the setting adds a little something to the story because, you know, it's Christmas time and some very seedy stuff goes on in that movie. Right, yeah, I don't want to yeah. give you too many details because no, I don't want to spoil I, it I for you. I the gist of it, yeah. I think the but, statute of limitation on spoilers is coming yeah. on that one. <laughs> but basically the, the, main, the main drive of the plot is like, you know, um, Tom Cruise and Nicole Kidman are having marital problems in the movie, right. and then he sets out to have an extramarital affair. And just the fact that that it's set at Christmas adds like <laughs> some disturbing elements to to that sort of thing. And then um, the movie does kind of bring it home with uh, some messages on you know 
togetherness and family. So I, I oh, think it does. It, does, well, it, does his heart grow three sizes at the end? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. No, <laughs> not not quite. But uh, but that kind of just shows like you can sort of stretch anything to be a Christmas movie if right. if your criteria is flexible enough. Yeah, it's funny. Yeah, it's funny you mentioned that because I think some movies just just use Christmas as kind of like because they want to celebrate Christmas. But there's a few movies that. Just kind of crowbar Christmas in because they want to they want to call it a Christmas movie to try and get that audience. Yeah, well, you you get a captive audience going to the theater on Christmas, right? Like, so have you seen the new one? I think it's Netflix. It's uh, the Family Switch. Uh, no, I've I've like, heard some things about that. That's Ed Helms, right? Yeah, Ed Helms and Jennifer Garner. I think. Oh it yeah, it's yeah. Like a, it's like your body swap comedy thing. Yeah. But like, I, I only watched a bit of it, but. It's, it was one of those movies like this was not a Christmas movie like you can tell that this yeah, was just a script just... and then they're like oh we can just set this at Christmas and, and put it out for Christmas and everyone will think it's a Christmas a movie. note from some exec yeah, yeah I hear... <laughs> nothing to do with Christmas at all I heard that, like there's like one very disturbing thing in particular that happens in that movie I don't want to I, 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 I didn't get that far but I'm guessing it's probably to do with the fact that the dog and the baby swap bodies which no, just no. seems like a terrible I didn't, terrible I didn't realize that the dog and the yes, baby swap bodies yes. I should check this movie out parents Swap bodies with the kids and the dog and the cat and the and the baby swap bodies, which I don't know. That just seems really weird to me. But there you go. Hey ho. Well, I'm sure that baby's going to grow up to be quite normal. <laughs> exactly. Um. Okay. Yeah. Any, any other movies on your list? Yeah. Some honorable mentions that, like I was saying, are not nothing really to do with Christmas, but. Harry, the Harry Potter movies to me always seem like Christmas, but I guess they have Christmas in, right? Because they go—they always touch on Christmas, yeah. And they do this, they do the Christmas Christmas party in that in one of them. Uh, but that one definitely. I think number four especially has like a big Christmas yeah, feel to it. Yeah, that the Order of the not the Order of Phoenix, the Goblet of Fire. Goblet of Fire, yeah. yeah. And they do all the games and a big, yeah. a big German bloke there. No, that that that's a that's a good poll for yeah. sure. Yeah, and uh, one that. Uh, just one that just always I don't know this is this might be an English thing because in England every Christmas day they always show the sound of music every oh year. interesting yeah, okay so that, so that always that always says Christmas to me even though that is definitely nothing to do with Christmas no yeah nothing at all I don't think Christmas occurs in that movie maybe does it or does it no I don't, I don't think, think so. so no they do Edelweiss that's not Time, isn't it? No. Anyway, but yeah. No, because she's only there for like three weeks and then they get married <laughs> yeah. and then the Nazis chase them out. <laughs> yep. Yeah. They didn't have time for Christmas. I mean, there's snow on the mountains when they're going over at the end, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> That's about the end of it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so so my my big one, which is my my pick for this one, is the thing. Oh yes. And uh I'm not the first person to argue this. I did a quick Google and I saw like there are a couple articles out there already, well, but lots of snow in it. Yeah, well, I think that's the most obvious answer because there there is lots of snow in it. But I, <laughs> but I do feel compelled to watch it in December, and I don't know. I think the movie kind of has some truth to it about like, you know, you're you're trapped in a house with a bunch of people you don't want to be talking to. If you've ever been to a bad family Christmas well, dinner, yeah, I think this is saying a lot about your your Christmas <laughs> is Trevor, To be honest, <laughs> well, I have, a, I have a big extended family, right? So well, okay. could, could be any yeah, of those. It's fine, it's but fine. like you, you know, you're trapped in the house with people, and then you know. Maybe one of them's a monster who's about to erupt out of nowhere, and you know that could, it could be you. Like you, you have no, you, you have no idea. It, it could be any one of them. Yeah, like every year it's someone different. Sometimes yeah. it's you. Sometimes it's someone who's gonna, else. Who's going to ruin it this year? Yeah. <laughs> yeah okay. And it's like, and as an added bonus, like Wilford Brimley just has Santa Claus vibes to him as <laughs> well, a, as that a person. Is very true. That is very true. And there's a lot of big beards in that movie. Yeah. No. Uh, yeah. Definitely true. Big bushy beards are very yeah. Christmassy. They're having warm fires, like. <laughs> 
<laughs> like yeah. it's usually to like incinerate viscera yeah they're, they're like they're drinking and making merry yeah <laughs> <laughs> no i like that answer i like that answer what a, right. what a movie yeah and honorable mentions for me would be uh black christmas like the the horror movie from oh, yeah, from the, the 70s i just saw it this past year oh yeah it's uh it's incredible there's a there's a lot there's, i think there's quite a few like horror christmas themed horror movies that, that came out that i've never watched i'm a bit of a horror baby yeah like well, i think in the 80s in particular there's like a big slew of christmas well, slashers yeah, it's just so 80s. easy to, in the 80s they did everything, to throw right? a santa suit on somebody like the, you have like silent night and right. uh i think yeah tales from the crypt you ever see that uh, I did. I didn't see the Christmas one. Well, there's like one segment of Tales of the Crypt where this woman committed murder, like she killed her husband on Christmas Eve, right. and there's a deranged lunatic escaped from the mental asylum dressed as Santa Claus trying to get into her house, and she can't call the police because she just killed her husband. Oh, we've all been there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, how about how about you? Any other honorable honorable mentions? Uh, no, I think that's probably enough. <laughs> for christmas i'd love to hear everyone else's opinion though i'm sure there's, yeah. there's tons that people have that uh nothing's out of bounds if i know we said don't say die hard but if you want to say it that's fine too just just like really push the bar and say die hard 4 no one's saying die hard 4 did die hard 4 take place at christmas i don't think so because <laughs> that's the timothy oliphant one right i can't remember i think so well the second one also takes place at christmas which is the one that had a different name outside of north america live free or die hard which one's that I think that's is the that one. Four? Now I can't remember because I know there was one that it, it, it was called like it was called "Live Free and Die Hard" over yeah. here, but because nobody outside of America knows what that phrase means, so it's like the state motto or something: "Live Free or Die." Oh so yeah, yeah. Just that's New it, Hampshire. So they just called it "Die Hard 4.0, I think. Oh, okay, <laughs> it's a really boring name. <laughs> I think that's the fourth one with Justin Long and yeah. Timothy Elephant. I've, yeah, I've kind of wiped those movies from my mind, to be honest. Yeah, well, I think a lot of them started off, like, not as diehard movies. Yeah, just, and, and they just, like, said, all right, let's make this a diehard movie. Yeah, well, I think even the second one was that, wasn't it? Oh, could be. Uh, maybe not the second one, but I think the third one. One of the movies was exactly that. They just, like, changed it to a diehard Well, yeah, because Die Hard 2 is just, like, an airport thriller, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. Um, I think it was number two. Well, because it came out pretty quick after, right? Yeah, so it's we, just... need a, we need another Die Hard movie. Like, yeah. oh, we've got this movie. <laughs> <laughs> Basically the same. No, okay. Yeah, we want to hear from you. Again, Like, hit us on all our socials. You can also email us at firstlookfinalwordpod at gmail.com. And yeah, let us know. And got to do it quickly because uh, Christmas season's almost over. No, right? No one wants to be talking about this stuff in January. Exactly. Everyone's depressed. <laughs> looking at those credit card bills <laughs> yeah christmas is done all right so what's next on the agenda i know last, last time i made a fool of myself oh that's my right yeah, yeah okay so i need to try and get revenge this, this time around yeah for those who didn't listen go back and listen to our the introduction of our game segment uh so i i was able to stump pete but i think it was just you know a little bit of a yeah a little bit of an off day i'm still feeling i'm still feeling bad about myself about yeah. that one i should have got that one away, and yeah, way early we'll title this one pete's revenge <laughs> well you'll probably get it right away i don't think so you got a better brain for this sort of stuff than i have yeah but there are some actors that while i love their body of work i have never yeah, well, bothered I, to learn their name <laughs> <laughs> well i tried to pick one that wasn't too bad but hopefully it's a little stump yeah okay so do you want to explain to people the rules of the game yeah i'm gonna stick with the same format that we did last time and basically we're gonna name some movies and from this uh, actor's filmography 
and uh, basically that's that's as simple as it is. You have to guess which actor we're talking about based off all the different movies they were in. So play along at home, see if you can get it before Trevor. And are you doing it the same way? Like the first hint might be less obvious. I'm trying. I'm trying that, but it's. But you're also of, trying to game me a little trick. bit because I didn't want to make it like ridiculous. Like I'm not gonna pick some like the first movie they ever did that no one ever saw. <laughs> so I'm trying to pick movies that people know. But yeah, not necessarily like it's not going to be top billing. Yeah, that kind of thing. All right, so you folks at home, you know, play along, see if you can beat me. Yeah, if you get off the first one, then I'll I'll just I'll just quit. All right, so the first one I'm going for is the Big Lebowski. <sighs> okay, there are a lot of options that's jumping out at me here. <laughs> There's a lot of people in that. All right, is it Buscemi? No. Okay. Not Buscemi. Okay. Right. There are a few, I got a few people in my mind, though. Yeah, there's a lot of fringe characters in that one. Yeah. Well, it's a Coen Brothers movie, right? <laughs> exactly. One, there's a lot of Coen Brothers regulars in that one, too, that like yep. you love when you see them, but I, I don't know what their names are necessarily. All right, you ready for number two? Yeah. All right, number two. Boogie Nights. Is it Julianne Moore? Incorrect. But, but she is in both The she Big Lebowski is. and Boogie Nights. Did great. you do that on purpose? I did. did I, we're going to pretend that I did. Yes, I'm not smart. <laughs> Put that much work into this, but no, good guess. Okay, correct. Okay, do you know the other one? The, okay, let me let me think about. Well, this you only for get a one second. guess. I'm not gonna, no, no, no. I, I just want to think about someone having queued up. Man, you might get it from this one if, if you're in front of this movie. I think the Big Lebowski might throw you. I'm hoping it does. Yeah, I'm trying to think. It threw me when I was looking at this. And those are like, well, Boogie Nuts especially is just like such an ensemble movie. Like, yeah, that's what I was looking for. <laughs> See, I thought I was going to make it hard for you. <laughs> I mean, if you got it from those two, I would have been impressed. Very impressed. Okay, let me hear number Ready three. Number three. The talented Mr. Ripley. Oh, uh, Philip Seymour Hoffman? Yeah, you got it. Okay. I thought you might there we go. Him. Yeah, I, I don't... Was he in Big Lebowski? Apparently he was. <laughs> oh, yeah, I had no idea. <laughs> yeah, that was a cheat one, because I don't remember his character in that one. I don't all. remember... I don't remember... Like, I remember his character in Boogie Nights was, like, the very horny production assistant. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah, that was a good one. What, yeah. So Bit of a cheat, but there you go. No, it was good. Yeah, that was, that was great. Yeah, they got pretty... They got more easy after that. I was going to do Mission Impossible 3. Oh, yeah, I think I would have got that. The, out Hunger, there. the Hunger Games? I, I should have done that earlier because I don't watch those movies, so I don't know if he was a big character in it. Yeah, he's like the the game master. I don't, and... I don't even remember those movies. I think I saw those in... too. Yeah, I think he's the game master in the first one, or is just coming in this for the second one. So in the second one, it turns out, spoiler alert, that he was like in on the fix that they had put in or something, oh, right? Oh, that's ringing a bell. I did see these movies. I didn't see the last, the one that they broke up into with Mockingjay. Yeah, we don't have to, we don't have to relitigate Hunger Games yeah, or stuff. Let's but not go back down that rabbit hole. Apparently, people are loving that new that one. New one, oh. yeah, it's, it's got got a fan base, that's for sure. I'm a little, I'm a little interested. Been a bit of a sleeper hit that one. You don't yeah. really hear much about I, it, but it's making dope. I can't wait till my kids are old enough so that I can watch movies where you know teens murder each other. <laughs> Yeah, you got on that YA train. Although I would I would show them Battle Royale before I showed them Hunger Games. <laughs> I was, you, know, you mentioned that my kid was asking me what Hunger Games was and I was trying to explain it to him. <laughs> yeah, it's and, just it's just like Battle Royale, son. And he was like, Do people get shot in the face? And I was like, No, but there is a movie like that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when you're older we'll watch that. <laughs> uh, yeah. That's awesome. Well, yeah, that was a good one. Yeah, well done, Trevor. I'll get you uh 
I'll get you another one on uh, yeah, on our next I episode. Myself somehow here. I mean, geez. Well, I feel like you just had a bit of a brain fart, right? Yeah, like that. Yeah, that, that happens with me with, with some actors. Like, I just popped out of my head. And it's funny. I was thinking about it last night because I still wasn't over it, and I was like, I can't believe I didn't get I, I didn't get it right. And then I was like, oh, no, I don't even remember his name. <laughs> Well, when I when I first knew it was Philip Seymour Hoffman, I like I was blanking for a second, and I'm like, I know it's someone who has three three <laughs> names. If I get one of them, Especially I'll remember when you're on it the all. Spot your brain's like, I'm not helping you. Yeah, you got millions of people listening to you. <laughs> all right, how far are we out though? Ten minutes away. Yeah, so why don't we start we chatting about the movie into, at hand? Yeah, we should get into the whole Aquaman of it all. Okay, what's your experience with Aquaman and? Maybe the DCEU at large. Uh, yeah, it's a it's a good question, right? Because I I'm the target audience for that stuff. I love all that stuff. Like big comic. Not, I mean, we talked about it on when we did our Marvel show. Go listen to that one when we talk about the Marvels. But I'm a big comic book guy. I love that stuff. I love world building, universe building, and I'm I'm get big geek into that. So I so I should have been like in the bag for it and i kind of i I enjoyed i've enjoyed the dcu movies but i mean i don't think anyone's going to be shocked to say that they're not they're not my favorite they're not that great although the the, for the first aquaman movie i i remember quite enjoying i thought i I really like him i like i really like momoa and everything i i just i just like his whole vibe (laughs) but uh, i like him as aquaman i think he's I, i think that first movie was like really quite stupid in places but like purposely so it was kind of like that's why I was really not surprised when they stuck him in the latest Fast and Furious movie because he's just made for that. It's just like we know this is crazy and silly, but we're just gonna go all, all out with it. And there's gonna be an octopus yeah. playing the drums. Just go with it. It's fun. So I was on board with it. But saying that, I never went back and watched it again. Like I, I, I was thinking about that, about maybe watching it, rewatching it before we go to this one because I'm like, who's Orn? Orn? <laughs> I don't even remember who these characters are. But. uh but no, I, I liked it. But as I say, DCU is not. It, it's had it's had its problems with quality up and down. So that that's like that's where I'm coming from. I like the first movie. I'm interested to see this one. I'm sure it'll be fun, but I'm not expected to be blown away. And uh, I'm honestly quite surprised it actually ever came out. To be honest with you. Well, I think we forget like how big of a grocer the first one was, and yeah. like there was a lot of heat behind it, but it kind of just got like delayed. A bit, yeah. Well, it's crazy how much the landscape has changed since since yeah. since that time, right? Well, it's like... I think they were trying to like fast track it, but James Wan um, is a bit more of a deliberate filmmaker right. when it comes to his franchises and stuff. Um, it's like if they had done this, if this had come out like two years ago, I think it would do quite well. Yeah. But in this landscape that's coming in right now, it's basically being sent out to die. <laughs> yeah. Let's just get it out of the way. Yeah. One, well, I should say, like, the DCEU is definitely an area where your knowledge, like, completely trumps mine. Like, I, <laughs> I am really, really far behind on stuff. Like, I was I was into it, like, at the onset, but then I fell off somewhere after, you know, Batman v Superman yeah, in that area. A lot of people did that. So, like, I, I never saw either version of Justice League. You've never seen either. I've never wow. seen either. That's how wow. that's how far off I am. Like, I was going to ask you about your opinion of, of when so, like, Aquaman's been in other can... DC movies, but so, I guess you're like, I don't know. The, the, <laughs> the only one I've seen him in is, uh, Flash. is The Flash. Spoiler, he's in The yeah. Flash at the end. <laughs> 
Um, that was funny. Yeah, he just drowns in a puddle, I guess. Or something. <laughs> I don't know. That, that movie was something else. That movie was definitely something else. But uh, yeah, so like it's something I, I did disconnect from pretty early. Like I, I never mm. saw Suicide Squad either, but I saw The Suicide Squad, yes. which yes. I loved. Yeah, so you're not missing anything there. The other one was pretty bad. Um, so yeah, so like I... like. The, the Snyder people can't even come at me because I haven't even I haven't even seen anything. So yeah, I guess so. yeah, can, I, I've seen can. everything. Funnily enough, like like I said, have you seen Blue Beetle? Yeah. Whoa! Well, when did Blue you Beetle. see Blue Beetle? Oh, I, I I honestly with Blue Beetle, I heard really good things about. I was like, yeah, it's really great. I, it really, I feel... lean, really leans into his Latino heritage, and know, it's I... all about family. And I was like, okay, I'll give that a watch. I really like that kid from um, Cobra Kai. I was like, I'll give, oh, that, right. I'll give that a whirl. I feel bad um, for him, but I just I felt it was just kind of it was just kind of like it wasn't that exciting, and, and yeah. I thought the CG was pretty ropey. But I mean, it was fine. It, it, it just well, but it seems like that sort of thing could you know they could slip in like a B minus movie, yeah, four or five years ago, right? And enough people would go to see it true, that true. it would it would make its money back. Mm-hmm. But the climate has just really changed. Yeah, it's, it's like with um with like Black Adam. Well, that yeah. was pretty, pretty good, pretty good movie, but just like, where's that going? What's the point in it? Well, I thought it was pretty good, despite yes. <laughs> the character of Black Adam. Yeah, that's it's funny. Like all the surrounding characters in that. I really, I really like. I really liked all the st- characters from the Justice Society. Who, yeah, exactly. although they introduced them in like five seconds. Yeah, well, that's just it. Right? I like, thought, and that's where they fall down a lot in the, D- yeah. in the DC movies. Like just each like, actor Jesus. had a really interesting take on their character, and I, yeah. I would have loved to have seen more Pierce Brosnan as Doctor Fate. I thought yeah, he did he a great was, job. He was amazing. He was probably the best thing in that. The, movie. the Hawkman was great too. Like yeah. I, I thought those parts worked really well, and then like. Dwayne Johnson um, trying to do something up there. Yeah, it's like I want to like him so much, but like he just makes such Ooh. like safe choices. I just remember, I just realized the movie I haven't seen yet. Um, the second Shazam movie. Oh yeah, I haven't seen, I haven't that, one seen that one. Which I hear is actually all right. I hear it's quite fun, and I had a lot of fun with that first one. But uh, no, I don't know why I've never. Got yeah, I hear he's a really chill guy. Yeah, he can't, I think that will <laughs> put me off. He kind of he's come out to yeah. be a bit of a prick. I saw him complaining even this week about James Gunn casting his brother and stuff. Oh no. yeah, I, I did see that. Zachary Levi is who we're yes, yes we're Zachary. coming at right now. Yeah. Punching up though, it's okay. I, but I really like li- he's really good in that role though. He's really. Fun. I love him. I love him in the first one. Um, so I should make a bit of a confession for Aquaman. So I have technically seen it. <laughs> technically. But, so I, I, my, my brother-in-law was over one night and he and my wife and I started watching it mm-hmm. and I was really into it for the first hour that we watched it. Right. And then everyone got tired and we all went to bed. <laughs> so like, I, I, I really love the visuals and stuff. Like I, I love like the campiness. I love that it's not taking itself too seriously. And I think Momoa is just perfectly cast for that oh, yeah. role. Yeah anybody else it would be silly but with him it's like it's it's silly and serious i remember you just reminded me of something because there was a scene that had aquaman in before aquaman came out which movie well there's there was batman v superman there's like a videotape of him but there was one where there was a literal scene between him and amber heard and they were talking and they made an air bubble so that they could talk and act to each other 
I remember that happened now. What movie was that? There was this one scene where he was talking to it. But in order for them to be able to act and have a conversation because they were under the sea, yeah. they made they created an air bubble. And that wasn't in the first one? No, they, they just jettisoned that and just said, no, they can just talk underwater. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> I remember thinking like, are they going to be too an, difficult. They have to yeah. make an air bubble every time these cartoons yeah. speak. So that doesn't make any sense yeah. <laughs> for this civilization. Oh. <laughs> I don't know. Well, if you know what movie that's from, why don't yeah, you send us an, an email? Wonder, at if they go back to the air bubble on this one. That would be amazing yeah. if they just suck it back. And like, We're doing air bubbles again. But and anyways, I, I did see the rest of the movie, but I saw it on a porch. <laughs> so oh. my... my uh, my in-laws have like a tv on their porch oh, and like yes. one summer's evening we were all out there and then they were just like put Stick it on aquaman after after the blue jays game was over then we just like put on aquaman and it was in the latter half mm. and then i was kind of watching it like barely hearing it but like it had completely captivated my attention like i think the movie works well even without audio <laughs> people kept trying to talk to me i'm like can you stop talking to me i'm trying to watch i'm trying to watch aquaman here um, and so even though I've seen the movie, like maybe like three quarters of a time, I'd say I still enjoyed it. Yeah, I feel like it's not one of those movies that you need to really remember what lot specifically. It's more of a whole vibe. Yeah. The I, I, I love the visual style of the first one. Me too. But I couldn't tell you what happens in that movie. I remember Black Manta being the bad guy. I remember a bit on a submarine or something, but yeah. And then they go over the desert. It opens on a submarine disaster yeah, or something, right? I think that's like Black Manta. I think that's also how Tomorrow Never Dies starts, and I think that's how Mission Impossible 7 starts as well. Starting your movie with a submarine submarine disaster. disaster. It's a a good pull. Um, Yeah, I think, like, because he doesn't have to learn he's Aquaman, right? Like, he already knows it. He's been in, like, eight movies. Oh, you mean the the first first one? one. No, yeah. It's it's more of a, like, he left that life behind. Oh, yeah. pulled back in. Yeah, he, like, I don't want to be a king of Atlanta. I just want to be doing whatever I want. I want to be a fisherman or whatever yeah, he's doing. Whatever he's doing. Um, if I remember correctly, anyway. But yeah, no, I remember liking that. I, don't, I, I can't remember who the girl in that one was, but I thought, you know, she's popping. She's got a good career ahead of her. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, whatever, whatever happened to her. Yeah. Right. Nicole Kidman, that's her name. <laughs> yep. Yeah, I love that they, they cast his parents as like Nicole Kidman and Tamora Morrison. <laughs> it's like, yeah. it's like he's not his Boba Fett. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I was looking at the cast list for this one. There's some interesting names on there. I've not even looked at it. So there's Dolph Lundgren. What? Is in this one. He would fit perfectly into yeah. that universe. And uh, Martin Short is, <laughs> plays a voice. Plays I a, see that. He plays a voice. Like a fish or something? Apparently he voices something and you can't tell it's Martin Short. Yeah, I was going to say, there's no way he's acted in this. He's got to be a voice role. It's just like how. being like a flounder or something. Last last <laughs> week, Robert, Robert Pattinson voiced the Gray Heron and yes. the Boy and the Heron, yeah, which no one would ever guess by listening to it. No, I would not have been able to pull that out. Yeah, yeah. There's been a lot. We can get into this more when we when we do a deep dive on our way back. But there's a lot that, that this movie uh, going against it. It's uh, yeah, it's had its troubles more ways than one. But. Uh, I'm excited to see it. I'm going to be honest. I think it's going to. Yeah, be, I, I guess think it's going to be fun. I think it's going to be sad that, like, I think I read somewhere that he's been playing Aquaman for 14 years. Has it seriously been that long? I, th- I think that's what I read. I might be way wrong with that, but I was like, man, definitely he has been playing Aquaman for a while. Maybe that was just like when he got first got cast. It was 14 years ago. Well, when was uh, when was like Batman v Superman? Oh, God, when did that come I out? I couldn't tell you that. 
probably a lot like maybe it was just a casting like maybe that's yeah, like because i got cast right after the stuff earlier right after season one of game of thrones yeah, they, or something like, he gets cast with, like gal gadot and they announced her as wonder woman it was like years before the movie yeah you gotta hope like and like they got very lucky with both those castings they they oh, both yeah. aged incredibly well right. as people right exactly. but <laughs> they're both playing like immortal timeless beings right <laughs> yeah they look like slightly looking like, ragged <laughs> how lucky did they get casting hugh jackman who just like looks like <laughs> yeah, the most exactly. incredible like 55 year old oh, man, man ever you see like those shots of him on the deadpool set it's like man he just looks like he's not aged <laughs> yeah but like you, you see pictures of him when he's just like at home and he just looks like you know a regular middle-aged man right who, like lets himself get out of shape a little bit yeah he's just really good at getting back into shape i guess yeah well i thought that's why he said he never wanted to do the character oh, again man, because it's, it's just got, yeah it's got to be hard work man, yeah to get to do that regimen like, well, i'll just do great showman instead greatest showman 2 <laughs> great showman 2 with claws snicked what the bearded lady has claws now is no, that it's like we could play wolverine as the as the greatest show. oh yeah, I see. <laughs> <laughs> all right yeah well we're just we we've arrived at the mall but it is christmas time so i've had a hard time finding parking yeah, so we'll I'm just drive we'll go. just drive around the parking lot and talk about yeah this is james, james gunn and his plans for the new dcu <laughs> this is first look final word the show where we drive around mall parking lots <laughs> yeah we don't even see the movie that's all the smoke of errors yeah well, that, wouldn't that be funny? Like, we're just driving around our neighborhood, then we just, like, look up the plot on <laughs> Wikipedia. On phones. <laughs> Saves us, like, 20 bucks having to go to the movies. <laughs> right? Maybe, All right. Maybe next time. While we're here, when we're back from the break, we'll give you a spoiler-free reactions to our... You will get our spoiler-free reactions to the yes. movie. And then uh, also give you a pee report, tell you the best time to go pee. And it's a movie about water, so there'll probably be yeah, lots of times important. to go. Yes, we need to know when to go to pee. Okay, well, I'll see you guys soon. Yeah, don't go anywhere, guys. We'll be back after this break. Are you ready? Ready. Okay, welcome back, everybody. Welcome back, guys. Yeah, we've just come out of the theater. I've been seeing Aquaman. I keep wanting to say the the fallen kingdom the forgotten kingdom yeah <laughs> what was it the lost the kingdom. lost kingdom yeah i know that i've just seen it i feel like there's like a thousand titles like that yes it's not which probably we may as well get into it because that's probably much it says a lot about the movie yeah <laughs> an original title yeah. <laughs> uh, so, so uh what did you think pete or is it my turn to go first i can go first yeah first reaction is uh, it was about what i expected to be honest i mean just like I said about the first, it's kind of silly, fun, kind of dumb, pretty stupid yeah. in places. Dumb fun is the perfect yeah. way to describe it's it. Kind of like it wasn't as good as the first. I don't think it's kind of uninspired. A lot, it like had a lot of interesting stuff going on, but it was nothing, nothing that was really very original. I don't think I felt like I'd seen most of it before, which was weird to say because it's like very weird undersea stuff going on. But I'm like, yeah, I've seen the equivalent of that before, so. Yeah, like, well, it was very Star Wars meets Lord of the Rings meets Avatar. Yeah, they, th they, threw, they threw in a trip to Skull Island there in the middle as well. Yeah. <laughs> Just when they went to Moss Eisley, right? <laughs> yeah, that's what I mean. Like, there's lots of stuff like that right away. Like, oh, yeah, I've seen this before. Yeah. Uh, but no, but uh, I, like, if you would ask me, like, you know, is that a good movie? I'd say, you know, probably not. Fine. But uh, I had I had fun. Yeah. while seeing it yeah it's like a solid three stars three out of five three to five well we do six and a half yes yeah, so what's that four out of six and a half something like that yeah <laughs> yeah 
yeah. it's like a. So you wouldn't necessarily recommend it to people, but you wouldn't. It's not a total disaster. Yeah, well, in the middle there. And we should say, like, our our theater did not have a yes. lot of people in it. Yes, it's not, it's not going to um, do well, I don't think. So, like, we went on the Thursday night of opening weekend. Usually when you go see a blockbuster on the Thursday night, you have to fight for tickets. And yeah. it was very easy for us to get tickets. And the theater was, like, maybe, like, two-fifths full. Yeah, yeah, barely half So it, it doesn't bode well. But I, I should say the energy levels were pretty good in there for the people who were there. <laughs> yeah. I, th- I think everyone who went enjoyed themselves. Well, it was very... It was kinetic. It kept moving. It didn't didn't slow down too much. It didn't give you a chance to get bored, really. Yeah. Uh, is that is that is that praise? <laughs> I don't know. It was good. It no, was like good. It, it's, it's, good. it's good. Pace it's, paced well. Well, I don't know about pace well, but it kept it kept going. At least. Inherently watchable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Like it's it's not going to surprise you really in anything that it does. No. Um. And yeah, like. Momo is just a very captivating screen yeah. presence. Yeah, he's very charismatic, and he like he, it, without him, I think that could have been a giant disaster. Yeah, like you need like so some of the some of the lines and the some of the script in that movie is just a bit like pretty groaning groan inducing. Yeah, but like, but he can he can sell some of that stuff maybe, a lot better than some of his mind. Yeah, they could have maybe done like a, a bit of a punch up on that script. I mean, they had the time. <laughs> yeah, they certainly did. I mean, yeah, I mean, I don't know. Do we want to move past our go into spoiler stuff? All right, so here's our P update. Yes, we need the P update. Uh, so I, I didn't actually yeah, go this yeah, time. It was impressive. I would recommend going about an hour and 10 minutes in after Arthur says, my metaphor just saved your ass. <laughs> uh, so go there. It's a, it's a good opportunity. I feel like uh, you went a little late in the movie. Yeah, eh? like I, right I think I timed that well, though. Bad. I don't think I missed anything. You missed a character beat I can tell you about. Oh, yes. Okay. We'll have to get into that. Yeah. Okay. But I did have a question, and I think my question might have been answered when I wasn't there. <laughs> yeah, okay. All right. Yeah. So I guess, like, what our final recommendation is, like, you know, hey, catch it if you can. Yeah, but if you like the first one, definitely give it a go. Um, probably Momoa's last time, right? As uh, yeah, I would, I, have to think. I would imagine. So I think he's probably ready to move on. Unless, like, 10 years from now, we're in another nostalgia cycle, and then... They do another Flashpoint. Another, yeah, another, like, <laughs> multiverse or something that brings yeah. him back, like George Clooney coming back as Batman. Oh, yeah, I don't know if they can... If they'll have to wait a while for that one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. When, when, the, when the new DC universe is, uh, is falling, falling apart, yeah, they'll start yeah. bringing everyone back. <laughs> get the Henry Lost Kingdom. Kingdom. Get Cavill back and get the whole Justice League back together. <laughs> yeah. Well, sounds like dark times ahead. Yeah, I'll be, okay. there. I'll be there for it either way. <laughs> yeah. All right, so we're going to start uh, spoilers in yeah. uh, three, two, one. You've been warned. If you're still here, it's your own fault. Okay, so what are, what, what are we going to get into that? Uh... I don't know. You want to just sort of kind of try and go through it chronologically, maybe? I'm trying to remember what even happened. It was. I feel like there was so much that they did. Well, so many different movies yeah. they really crammed into there. Like, yeah. I just... The part that I really started laughing at is when they're playing. They started like needle dropping oh, Spirit was, in the Sky. That was amazing. And then you know that they're instantly going to go into the heist mode. <laughs> but then the heist only lasted for like five minutes. Like I thought they were building up for a yeah, bit there's, more. There's a lot of things where you just like that. That some things were so brief and just passed. But you could tell there was a lot of retooling going on in that movie. I think I I feel like they've it's been picked apart and redone and reshot and yeah massaged and 
Well, certain characters cut way down. <laughs> well, the one I was surprised with was Nicole Kidman, who whose character did not have an introduction until she's just yeah. introduced mid-chase. It's kind of, That like, was very odd, wasn't it? Like, so, why was she even there? So, like, yeah, she was just kind of, like, hanging out on, like, the Atlantis patrol, and then... Yeah, let's start with that, because the, the big, the main, the, the first big action beat was when, like, when Black Manta attacked Atlantis, who, by the way, seems to have the worst security, border security I've ever seen in my life. Like, I guess they don't really have to worry about other people, if, uh, but, like, they I think... had one cannon, and this thousand-year-old barge just sort of sailed in and just took over pretty much instantly. I was kind of like, that was a bit easy. But, like, the geography of that scene was so oh, disorienting yeah, because, like, they're, they're suddenly trapped in a vault, and they say, bring in the cavalry, right. and then they bring in their ship, and then all of a sudden they're outside of the vault and they're escaping anyways. <laughs> like, why did you need to bring in the cavalry? It seemed like you had no problems getting out of the vault. You could have still gotten out of there. Yeah, why do you even need to go to Atlantis at that point? Yeah, I guess, like, the vault I was just, was, like, next door yeah, I think to he was Atlantis. Yeah, to make a point. He was like... It's like, I'm here. Because they said he'd robbed all the others already, right? So he's kind of making a but, like, they were still, final statement. They were still trying to get in silently, though. Like, that was <laughs> that was the heist going wrong. Yeah. There was a lot of odd things. And, and then but, and then when they do break in, like the first line of defense against attack is, like, the Queen Mother, I guess. And the Queen <laughs> just sort of rocking up yeah. on little mechanical and, sharks. <laughs> and, like, every character that we had seen before, we had checked in with, but except for her. And then yeah. all of a sudden, she's just there. So there's obviously scenes that were deleted before that. Yeah, which and not, had her and not to jump ahead, but when we talk, were just talking about a character beat that I missed. Was it about her and his dad? No, but I feel like, I feel like that, because, like, there should have been a scene yeah, where the three a... of them were, like, with the baby together because it was a bit like the first major part of the movie was looked like it was just aquaman and his dad and sometimes his wife <laughs> hanging out hanging out wife. hanging out at the lighthouse raising his son yeah and then you and then they introduced the cool kids i was like oh she's still alive right she's still there was she not supposed to be with boba fett like, yeah, I couldn't, I couldn't remember. Like, were, and were Morrison it, and Kidman together at the end of the well, first yeah, Aquaman? I, yeah, I don't know, but what happened? Like, is there, a, well, is how is could, there a reason why they couldn't be together? But then at the end, they would seem like they were all together, happy families. How could she stay away? Right? I mean, <laughs> you see those teeth? She's the fat man. <laughs> no, like, like, I think there's obviously some scenes missing, and I, I have to assume it's related to cutting down Amber Heard's yes, scenes. definitely. There was a lot of scenes where she was just stood there and didn't say anything, and you're like, yeah. they literally just cut out all her speaking, all her speaking parts, but kept her in the scene. That's so odd. Well, I <laughs> <laughs> like they probably like fried her like in post so Yo. that they could cut her for most of the movie but definitely i assume there's some early scenes with like her and nicole kidman kind of taking care of the baby that they're just like you know these aren't going to test well in the opening minutes of the movie yes. with okay, right. so much of amber heard which people are already like maybe thinking about avoiding this movie because she's in it and she's just like a little bit of a toxic character right yeah, now we go, i guess we can just assume that people are aware of all that right i don't know if we want to get into well, that too much i do not want to wade into that nope. area no, if, you, if you don't know what we're talking about and you're wondering why people don't like amber heard you can google it yeah come out from under your rock and you'll you'll find out yeah i just like it's just so radioactive because like yeah. People are also kind of just using that whole situation to say, like, yeah, like, we'll see, like, the woman's always lying. And like, well, no, it's just like Amber Heard's just a piece of shit. It doesn't, it doesn't, it doesn't mean that go. we've made, we've, we've, oh, we've damn, I'm, I'm fucking in it. I'm fucking in it now. So, like, Amber yeah. Heard, Amber Heard sucks, but like, she's not representative of like every 
every woman for yep. god's sakes you you weird internet people <laughs> yeah don't come don't come for us yeah well i already you know let's get the standard people out of, i'm mad at us too like want to add that to the fire there you go why not go for it you're yeah. on a roll although are you you're like mostly a fan of snyder or um yeah i think we're just courting disaster now i heard somebody say i can't remember who's i can't remember where i read it or heard it but someone said that he's like got a great eye he'd be an excellent dp he does amazingly beautiful stuff but when it comes to writing it's it, it's he struggles let's put it that way well he's such a stylist right yeah like, that's what i mean all, he's got... all of his movies like look great even if you yep. don't don't like yeah, it they and, look great well and even if you don't like like the aesthetic like it's impossible to deny that like he has a a vision that he's executing yeah oh yeah it definitely has a way that he wants to shoot a movie and it's yeah. visually appealing i mean he can overdo it on certain things with his speed ramping and all that kind of stuff he can get a bit carried away but lots of directors are guilty of that yeah but no yeah it's, it's usually just his right the writing and the story that just falls apart with his stuff sadly was he involved at all in the first Aquaman, or like I, I, I kind of forget know. what his role so. was in in DC? Yeah, was well, there was a spell there where he was like they were kind of building it around him, right? Yeah, but then uh, yeah, I don't know because he wasn't involved with Wonder Woman at all. I'm pretty sure I don't think he was with Aquaman either. But right, but, but that's what I mean. I think it might have been. I want to say it was like. I'm trying to remember the movie where they're in the bubble. I swear it was might have been a Snyder movie where they were talking in the bubble. So like he would have had, he, that would have been the first time Aquaman would have been on screen. I was thinking about what you said, and it like it sounds familiar to me, but I can't place yeah. where it would possibly right. be. Okay, vamp, vamp for a sec, Trevor. I'm gonna figure it out. I'm gonna Google it. Here. I'm gonna vamp for a sec. Okay, well, let me talk about Patrick Wilson. Maybe yes, do that because I thought um, he was quite good. I thought it was quite good. If you had asked me if Patrick Wilson was in the first Aquaman, I would have said <laughs> uh, probably not. I, I don't think so. Yeah, because he was kind of the main bad guy in that, even though you don't really remember it. Yeah, but no, I, I thought he was good. And like the brother beat that they're playing in this movie is like something you've seen a yeah. hundred times. No, that's kind of what I was saying about Momoa. Pull, like, without him being in it it wouldn't have worked same thing with, with patrick wilson i think like i think the two of them i think worked quite well even though some of the lines and some of the faces he pulled was like he was hamming it up for some of that do you mean momoa or wilson 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 i mean momoa is just takes yeah it, takes it takes it to 11 anyway with everything he's doing but like some, well, of, the, some of the mugging for the camera that patrick wilson <laughs> was, was quite amazing but it kind of pulled it off i thought but what, what do you think about the cockroach joke that they repeated um I mean, I guess it's fine to repeat it if it's just a post-credit scene. So uh, if you didn't stay for that, be, he put a cockroach on his burger he was eating. That was yeah. about it. And I would say, I don't think I've ever been to a restaurant where a cockroach was just crawling on the <laughs> table. Like, and it looked like <laughs> looked like a fairly normal restaurant. Like, oh, well, yeah, and I have never... I guess seaside I've, towns do I've have I've never seen a crazy that. giant CGI cockroach like that anyway, anywhere <laughs> in my life, apart from Skull Island. Yeah. I mean, I thought it, the gag worked pretty well. Just eats a cockroach. And then he likes it. He quite it. likes it. <laughs> uh, but yeah, speaking of the CGI, there was a lot of really ropey CGI in that, I thought. Well, some some like, of it looked like a PlayStation 2 cutscene. I think when it's underwater, it looks pretty good. But there are some like with those 
mechanical like twirly things that looked really really bad yes and yes. you heard some stuff about this movie like one of the reasons why it was delayed so much was during the effects yeah. during covid there was like a big queue for oh, vxx yeah. workers they were, they were getting hammered and yeah this one got just pushed back and then like the herd depth trial also probably didn't help pushing it back and but i mean they've had enough time now surely a, i mean i get there was it was hard but it, it's been in post-production for what like 20 years i feel like they could have done it they could have done a well better job so they spent the budget's reported to be around 205 million dollars yeah, and so yeah. they probably did they, like a they, cost they analysis blow that up anymore <laughs> at some point say like well we could spend another 20 million dollars to fix it but you know yeah. is that actually going to the help yeah you know what that cockroach looks fine yeah there was a couple of scenes of aquaman like especially when they were like wider shots where i was like oh that does not look like a real person running around there yeah, no, and, I know. And, what I you mean. and I feel like that was what, one of the reasons why they made the weird, bizarre choice to have half of the henchmen wearing deep sea diver costumes and the other half just not. Yeah, that was bizarre. I think it was because it was easier to CGI when they've got big round helmets on. <laughs> but also, like, I know it's like, you know, Atlanteans hitting them, but like, they're still wearing heavy helmets. And like, I don't think they're hitting them hard enough to knock them out. <laughs> I just didn't get that at all, though. Like, what was the benefit of of wearing that when you're not in the water? I know. There is literally no reason. There was one scene where like they were on the bridge of that ancient ship and there was guards in the background. And I was like, why are those guards wearing helmets? And then I, and then I started thinking, are those supposed to be like Atlantean guards and they've got it full of water? That would have been pretty cool. I don't think so. But it wasn't. It was just randomly some of them had it on. And then the one, yeah, I, and then I the one stood next Atlanteans to him. The one stood next to him didn't even have it on. And I was like, that's really odd. That's an odd choice. Well, this gets me to another thing I was thinking of, and this movie's hardly the only um, oh, no, guilty it's... one for for doing something like this. But Black Manta, mm. like he is conceivably like funding those operations himself. <laughs> um, He's a pirate. But then, like after he gets possessed by um, Sauron, yep, Sauron definitely. Um, are all those people on payroll still? I like, was thinking he, that because like there was a point where they were running around and those scientists, and I was thinking. Why are you there? Like, what What made you think it was a good decision to join this? Like, you're on a, you're in an undersea, like... Lead you to this place. Yeah. Yeah, no, it, like, in... Randall Park's character asks, like, would you let me leave if I want to? And he's like, well, you know, right. you can brave the jungle out yeah, there. go through Skull Island. I'm thinking, like, why are any of these people doing this? Like, are, <laughs> are you getting rich doing this? Yeah. I don't think that they are. Yeah, I mean, they, they, maybe they should have just done a bit like, oh, it's mind control. That would have worked quite well. Yeah. Just, well, give, it, just give it more more for Randall Park to, like, Dr. Exposition or just tell you more about it. <laughs> he put so much on him in the first half of the movie. He's like, I'm just going to record a diary and explain what's happening here. Yeah. Well, and I feel like the, like the combination of the curse and global warming thing didn't quite make sense yeah, either because yeah. they could free everyone except for the king. Yeah, and I, from this curse, I didn't really understand why they had decided to just freeze them in the first place. It was like, oh, we're well, going to freeze everybody, and, and uh, hopefully it'll be fine. To be honest, it looked like it was pretty easy to kill that guy. Right, that's what I mean. Like he just threw a trident at him. I guess like they could have easily have just done like, oh, I can't kill him; he's my brother. I'll just freeze him. I'll just yeah, but freeze him. Like, no, it's eternity. like the only way we can stop him is to freeze him. Then they unfroze him and just instantly threw a trident through him, and that was the end of it. And, and not just the end of him, the end of all of his minions. Yeah, yeah, they and were pretty, and, pretty attached to him. And Mount Doom and the big tower <laughs> yeah. and everything. So, like, how did 
how was he there, but then his trident and a bunch of his like tech ended up on the other side of the world? Yes, good, good, very good question, Trevor. Because it was it's like one of those things you don't have to worry about. Yeah, because like they were in the Antarctic, right? And they they found that yeah, stuff originally in the Arctic. Yeah, I think the implication was that they probably separated his trident from him and yeah. put it in a different Atlantean city that then somehow. Uh, got forgotten and then just left it I guess around. like it was on the ground like it, it was left it lying around it wasn't even... well that was supposed to be like wasn't that one of the places where they stored that power source that I've forgotten the stupid name of it the Crawlicum cr yeah whatever it was <laughs> the, the green the green glowy that. global warming powder or whatever it was <laughs> yeah so um, I guess the I guess the idea would be that like they froze all of those places that hadn't hid them underground and they just decided to put the trident in one of them to keep it away from where it originally came from yeah I, but I like go with that I mean, but the that, other that, that, other places about stretches in this movie that's not the biggest one yeah i, I know i shouldn't have picked that <laughs> but like the other place is in a vault you know then this place was just like you know some ruins and that the trident was just broken on yeah, the ground it was a bit just like oh here it is i'll pick yeah. it up yeah yeah, there's a, I mean, there's a, there's a whole laundry list of, of really dumb plot points in this that don't make a lot of sense. So we could we could spend the whole ride home talking about them. Well, there maybe, was, a, and maybe we will. There was a 20 minute sequence there with like Randall Park and his assistant on the ice, and then drilling down, and then yeah. there's a horrible monster attacks them, and then he finds the trident. Like, yeah, I feel like that could have been like you could have gotten rid of all that completely. <laughs> Just start the movie with Black Manta being possessed by something. You don't know what it is. Then yeah. Rendell Park gives you like a bit of a backstory. You see some flash scenes. Like we spent a lot of time yeah, in that, and point, the movie actually. was over two hours. Like yeah. you could have cut that if you're cutting everything else. Like get this down to an hour forty-five. That's a good point. It, it did take it did take a, a quite a while to get going. It didn't really get going until they'd freed Orn? Orm. Orm. I think it's O R M. Orm. Yeah, it's the classic. Yeah. Loki character Ocean Orm. Master. Yeah. Well, did did he say Loki? He did at one point. I caught that as well, and I was like, Yeah, I he called. He, the, he he called him Loki. Is he referencing because they're both like royalty, and he's his brother, so he called him Loki as a joke. Yeah. So does that like mean that Marvel exists in the DCU? Or is like does the or is like he just the talking about the, the, the Norse? Stuff? I guess that's probably I think, fair. I think like. Marvel don't own Loki. Come I on. think Arthur's probably referencing the Norse god, yeah. but like it's a weird reference the, to the, make though for the, a dude. For a dude the, move, the movie's referencing. Yes, a slight wink. Yeah, <laughs> and then he called him something else. There yeah, there too, was another one I was trying to remember because there's another one I was like, oh, that was a weird reference. Yeah, this is why they got to put subtitles on in movie theaters. <laughs> yeah, they, 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 it was weird because they really tried to play that brotherly 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 relationship. But I don't remember that from the first movie. Like, I'm pretty sure the first movie it was it's just like it was, Patrick it was, Wilson just hated him. Yeah, they were really just at odds. Yeah, and then he was like, well, "Hey, little brother," and I was like, well, "I don't remember it being like that." <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, like, you don't, don't really know this guy. You met him for a week, and then you don't call me brother. Beat, his, beat him up and put him in jail. There's no way by the end of this movie I'll call yeah. you brother. It's like that's the second time I've told you to not call me brother, and I'll never change my <laughs> tune on that. <laughs> and they do like the. 
the flashback thing where he thinks back to all the great times they had together. And it's like, yeah, you remember the, the first movie? The time he introduced himself and the time that his mom hugged them both. <laughs> yeah, you remember that thing that happened 20 minutes ago? It's like, we, like they literally like, spent like the equivalent of two days together. Uh, yeah. They haven't really earned like a, oh, I love you brother montage. No. And I didn't, I didn't understand who it was that was keeping him prisoner. They didn't, because it was in the, yeah, it was in a desert. So they don't undersee people at all. They kept calling them the Fisher, the Fisher, Fisher, the Fisher people, Fisher people. I can't. Maybe that was more explained in the first movie, but they got a raw deal out of it. Like they were just doing their job, and they came and killed a bunch of them, and then they let him go at the end. It's like WTF. The first yeah, movie, he's like, there's a reason why he's locked up. You know, that's gonna hurt like international relations right? for sure. Because like Aquaman came out to the UN, and now like those weird. Fisher Sand people are going to come out and they're right. going to be like, hey, we declare war on everybody. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think we fought that one through. And so, like, Aquaman introduces the fact that Atlantis exists. Right. But didn't, like, I, I haven't seen either Justice League. Don't people know who Aquaman is? Like, is he a yeah, hero that's known? That's a very good point because he definitely is, though, because I'm sure there's a, one of the movies there's, like, action action figures and I think he's one of those where he's like oh nobody really knows who he is or where he's from he's, they just know that he's a guy that can talk to fish I guess yeah. <laughs> no more questions asked yeah it's like yes he's Aquaman he lives in the ocean or in a lighthouse whatever so like what's his does he have a backstory in Justice League at all <sighs> no not, no I don't think no he just shows up well no Bruce, Batman goes to find him I've got my movies all modeled up now because there's one where where Bruce Wayne's yeah that's that's Justice League you haven't seen it I've so seen part of Justice League is, is Bruce Wayne goes and collects all the members right he's like the founding father so he goes to like this little fisherman town because he's heard of this man who helps people out when yeah. in trouble in the sea and then his Aquaman shows up and he's like rescued a guy who's bow capsized and he's just like drinking whiskey in this little fisherman bar and he's like, I've heard of you, Arthur Curry. You need to come and join the Justice League. And then he's like, all right, <laughs> pretty so, much. So, <laughs> sounds good. Yeah. They have a little fight like they always do. And he's like, okay, I'll come and see, check it out. But it's not like, oh, I'm from this whole kingdom called Atlantis. But I, before we move on, I just I did look it up and it was in Batman v Superman where they had the uh, Aquaman scene where he's in the bubble. So that would have been Snyder introducing that. Okay, really? I know. I can't remember that at all. And like Amber Heard's in that too? Yeah, I just remember it be because... Like, is he in that movie then? Well, it mu he must be if that's where that scene's from. Is that maybe from that, a post credit scene you know or something? What? Maybe that's from... No, you know, was just, did Justice League come out before Aquaman? I think it did. Yeah, I think it did. Yeah, so that's what it was. I think it was in Justice League that happened. That makes more sense because I think in Batman v Superman that was his first appearance, but it was just him. It was in vid it was yeah, a video. Yeah, that clip right? of him doing one thing in that video. Yeah, yeah, that makes more sense. Okay, so it was in the Justice League. They had that scene in the in the bubble. Right. Okay. I think it must have been after he spoke to Batman. He went to see her and it's like, "Hey, I'm going to do this," and she was like, "Oh, well, what about Atlantis?" And he was like, "Whatever." <laughs> Paraphrasing from something I don't remember. So. So should I go and see Justice League at this point? You know what? I would watch uh, the Snyder Cut. Okay. It, it's a lot better than the theatrical cut. I'm still still 
not amazing, but uh, it's definitely worth seeing. Okay, I mean, it's kind oh. of it's kind of a shame that that didn't all work out. He definitely had a vision, and you and you could tell he, even he was setting stuff up for future storylines and whatnot, which yeah could have been cool if it worked out. But you know, well, like because yeah, there was like. Uh... A bit of Martian Manhunter in there. Yeah, they, right? they, they like at the end. There's a Snyder cut. They froze in a bunch of stuff at the end, right? It's just like wow. It's like all of their timelines and all that stuff. Yeah. So, well, I should say like I like I'm been really bad at keeping up with the DC movies, but I have watched pretty much all of the like DC animated movies. Like I'm oh, a big yes, fan of yes. all those. Yeah, that's a good shot. They do a really good job on those yeah. animated movies. Just freaking put those guys in charge of making these movies. <laughs> They're really good at it. Yeah, but there won't be any like speed ramping and cool stuff like that. <laughs> Entering the speed force? <laughs> yeah, the best ever moment of his cinema history. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Oh, I thought I thought you weren't really an Oscars guy. I'm not, but I didn't hear about that. Yeah, that <laughs> was, was pretty bad. <laughs> well, I mean, you're going to let the public vote for something is going to be you know end up with Boaty McBoatface well yeah well, I don't even think that was a Boaty McBoatface I think that was like sincerity <laughs> no way that was a bunch of Snyder bros like, I know but they that. but they did it sincerely I think like no way that's not even I the think... best part of that movie <laughs> I swear they just did it for a joke <laughs> Oh, I don't know. Like I, I just assume they've gotten together and like yeah, they said, obviously all right, let's, did. Let's all we we we'll all pick, just gotta we'll pick, pick a random one. seed and we'll just all vote. I don't know if it was a random no, seed. Yeah, I guess not completely at random, but does a character beat? Yeah, I don't know. But watch it. You should watch. Maybe we'll do a special episode on <laughs> on just <laughs> Trevor Snyder watching cut. the Snyder cut. Okay, <laughs> that will be our first Patreon episode. <laughs> yeah, let us know if you, let us know if you want to pay us to listen to that, <laughs> that episode. Yeah, all, the, all those ones of listeners we have. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you put up some money, and we'll definitely do we'll do personalized podcasts for you guys. How about that? Yeah, that sounds great. <laughs> so, Dave, what happens if Batman? <laughs> <laughs> All right, so yeah, like I don't know. Do you want to talk about uh, like James Gunn and the future of DC? Yeah, I think so. Because I mean, we've talked about as much as we probably should about that movie. But that's basically the swan song for that whole universe, right? Don't... Is this the last project that's coming out before? Yeah, this was the supposed, Superman. This movie? was the last one that's still connected to that. And like, to be fair, it was there was wasn't connected to anything. And before we move on, can we just go back to that freaking oh sure synopsis what? from IMDb? Because oh, it was not what the movie's about. It was all. fucking terrible. I like I I feel like did you pull the synopsis for the first movie? Because <laughs> there's nothing to do with that in this movie. No, it says like Orm is in uh, Atlantean prison. Yeah, but like it, I it feel also like said that he was planning for his wedding and dealing with being in the Justice League, which neither of those things happened. Maybe that all, that all got cut out. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. I feel like maybe someone wrote that synopsis like two years ago, guessing at what was going to be in the maybe, movie maybe. or something. But that was that was absolutely terrible. Like I, I'm gonna have to find a different place to pull these synopses <laughs> from. Yeah, these people on Wikipedia don't know what they're doing. Oh, was IMDb. We need, a, we need, we need official, uh, we need official press releases here. Well, we need a social media manager to do this. <laughs> You're right. Yeah, get us some proper information. No, but that that was really bad. Like he didn't have a wedding. <laughs> But, like, in the first one, like, they're not even romantic together, right? So it wouldn't have been for I, I that one. I don't remember. It must like, have been a bit. Like, that one, it's, like, it's very much the Avatar thing of, like, right. she's, like, 
she doesn't like him because he doesn't know the ways. He doesn't know how yeah. to do anything under there. True. And then, like, he slowly charms her. Right. She realizes it's not all that yeah. bad. I, I had forgotten, like, she was, I guess she was betrothed to Orm before yes, or something. So. so I saw, that was the only thing I'd saw before the movie was somebody had done, like, a meme clip of that line that Black Panther says, where it's like, oh, you take his kingdom and then you take his woman. They say, he says something really stupid, Black Panther. It's like bad form, Aquaman. Oh, bad form. <laughs> so I don't think it's bad form, but it's something like that. And it's just like, wow, who writes that and thinks that's a good line? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, there's a lot of those like, hey, I'll just put this in right now yeah. and then I'll get back to it. This, it write a better of, line it was, later. It was totally all over the place, to be honest, because he was like, I'm a very evil man. And I'm so mad that this Aquaman, I'm going to kill his family and burn his, burn his whole kingdom to ashes which i don't know how you do if it's on the ground but whatever well they burnt down that little lighthouse shack right when he said i'm gonna burn his whole kingdom to ashes i'm like dude it's underwater you're not gonna burn anything to ashes (laughs) but anyway but then the first time he fires aquaman he's like hey aquaman that's not cool taking your brother's wife like cracking jokes i'm like he's like he literally wanted to rip his head off a minute ago now he just wisecracking with him aren't you possessed by a dead king (laughs) he's like what yeah why are you being so funny about this (laughs) whoa don't don't violate the bro code (laughs) that's basically what it was yeah it's like you just you get into you get into momoa's aura and you just immediately become a dude bro and you can't (laughs) help it it's like his second superpower (laughs) well can we talk about like how stressful it was for them to have that baby i like i i I find that stuff very stressful yeah it was it was like it was a bit like oh is that what we're doing now like it's like randall park's face he's like oh we're we're like we're kidnapping babies in order to murder them now is that where we are yeah "Yeah, i guess that's where the movie's gone yeah it feels pretty dark right he's like he's literally like i'm gonna stab this baby right now and you're like there is no way in hell that you're stabbing that baby in this movie yeah like it's not even worth pretending but at the same time, it was still pissing. It was like still that. pissing me off. <laughs> yeah, please don't do that. I thought they were gonna do like that, the the thing from Watchmen, where he's like, reveals that he actually stabbed the, the baby ten minutes ago. <laughs> Can you imagine that if they just got people? You know would, what? Whatever. People would, we're just gonna do it. People would like the baby is dead. Like, br- burn the screen. Like, <laughs> Can you imagine that? Would have I would have given him mad props for that though. Change to write your own script. You get- <laughs> I guess I would have to respect like, that. Like, what are you going to lose at this point? Just having murder the baby. That would be really, really terrible. <laughs> right? Jeez. Yeah. Yeah. So, anything else you want to cover from this no, movie? No, I feel, feel like we started moving off from it, and then we got pulled back in. But, no, <laughs> yeah. Okay, yeah. Martin Short. How did you like Oh, man. Uh, if, I'm glad you told me it was him, because I would never have pegged that. But then, because you told me before that Martin Short was in it, as soon as he started talking, like, we both looked at him, was like, that's Martin Short. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Why why he agreed to do that, I have no idea. It was, I, a, it was the weirdest character in the movie and also an unnecessary character. Yeah, well, the whole reason to break... Yeah, it's like we need to break all out because of, cause, he's cause, the only one that knows where this place he might, is. Because he might know some shady people yeah. who might know where he exactly. is. It's like, oh yeah, this is an open secret. Everyone knows about this place. <laughs> oh, so I'm glad we brought you out of prison then. Yeah, and the I, guy was like, I don't know where he is. It's like, oh, okay, this is a giant waste of time. Is there not like one shady guy living in Atlantis who <laughs> might know like who to talk to? Have, like an intelligence agency in your Seriously. kingdom? Like, I'm sure the octopus probably knows. Oh yeah, the octopus. I feel like they crowbar the octopus in because everybody loved that he was playing drums in the first movie 
Oh, is that what? And I think they made a reference about the fact that he could play instruments because I think they were trying to say this is the same octopus from the first movie that was playing the drums that everyone loved. I and now he's a now he's a major character. I didn't remember that at all. Yeah, I just remember everyone would talk about it. What about the octopus playing drums? That was pretty cool, right? <laughs> I feel like the the writer of this one saw Finding Dory and saw like the octopus crawling around yes. and say like, "Well, octopuses are are really good at spy stuff." Exactly, and they could become invisible. Yeah. 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 So uh, yeah, let's get on to the, the fu- future. The future. Yeah. Yeah. So, are you excited for the new DC? Ah, uh, yes and no. Let's put it that way. Um, on the one hand, I I've got a lot of trust in James Gunn, and he's not done a bad superhero movie yet. He's done some amazing ones. But on the second hand, I'm like. I don't know, it just feels like, it feels quick to just reboot it all again and try and build a, a cohesive universe where they're doing these same characters again. I, I worry that that's like, do we, are people ready for a new Superman and a new Batman? Well, I think we saw from the Matt Reeves movies, right, that like people still love Batman so oh, yeah. much that you can he, always, Batman's always popular, don't he, get me wrong. Even if like, um, even if there's still like currently someone playing Batman, <laughs> they'll go see a different Batman movie. Yeah. Um, so yeah. same with Spider-Man. Like there's two competing like Spider-Mans true. out there right now. True Spider-Mans. Enough. Yeah. Um, I mean, true enough. I mean, I've, I, I, I'm quietly. I mean, I'm hopeful. I'm excited, but I'm also yeah. I've got trepidation. If that makes sense. Like I, I feel like it. I don't want it to just be a giant mess and it just ruined yeah. James Gunn's credibility forever. But is is Superman like as evergreen as a character as Batman or Spider Man? Superman's really difficult to do well because he's sort of lame, right? Yeah, like, and, and it's the same in the comics. It's like, how do you make a compelling story with Superman? He's just ridiculously overpowered. He doesn't have a lot of conflict going on. He's just a super good guy. So, to engineer that can be quite difficult, and you also need to have the right person to do it and the and the right story. Yeah. But, you know, he seems to be confident about that one. That one I'm excited about. He seems pretty excited about his, his Superman yeah. movie. Well, and he, he searched long and hard to find the right director to take on the job, and it was himself. Yeah, yeah. It really must have really been difficult to search <laughs> yeah. that one. I guess, though, but, like, he is a, he is a fan. Like, he's yeah. always wanted to do a Superman movie. So. Well, yeah, I'm, I'm hoping that it's not just, like, oh, I'm going to give myself a job. I think he's probably like, this is very important, and I don't want anyone else to mess it up, and I have a very yeah. clear vision for how this should be. So I'm just going to do it, which I can understand. Well, it would be fascinating if this whole experiment that DC's doing of having like a, a filmmaker also basically run a part yeah. of the studio. Yeah. Um, this sort of thing hasn't really happened outside of like Pixar, yep. which works that way. Like their directors kind of run things there too. Yeah. Yep. Um, so I don't know. Could be really interesting. Yeah, I'm, him him sort of announcing that they're gonna reboot like really did kind of sink these last few projects coming out. Yeah, but... that was and that bless his heart, he tried really hard to to pump up the Flash. Yeah. <laughs> I remember him on Twitter just like, "This is an amazing movie. I can't wait to see all to see it." It's like, no, yeah, it wasn't was it, James? But like, like I, I, was there a different way to do it? Like. So, like, no, you have to do it. You can't be like, don't bother watching the flash because it's no, but I mean, like, announcing that they're going to reboot it. Like, yeah, could could they have kept quiet this whole time about what their plans were? Like, 
I feel like probably potentially, not. but yeah, I don't think I think they made the right choice. They had to be like, hey, we're here now. We're gonna do our own thing. It's gonna be different. We're taking our time, and we're gonna do it right. I think that's what people needed to hear. So, like, I I don't I don't think they could have done that any other way. But yeah, yeah, I'm interested to see how quickly they try and get. I wouldn't be surprised if they just said, you know what, we're not gonna do connected movies. It's not gonna be a universe. We're just gonna do movies. Because they've got, like I said, they got the Matt Reeves Batman. They got the Superman movie going. Like, do you need to crowbar in a new Batman that's part of the same universe as this new Superman, and then do a new Wonder Woman? I don't think you need to. Just, just do movies that you want to make. Well, I, I would have to think like when he made the pitch to get the job. Like anyone getting the job would have to have pitched some sort of cinematic universe, right? I guess. I just wish they'd take a step back. I feel like it's, it's kneecapped so many so many ideas just trying to trying to make it into do you remember the uh the classic universal monsters <laughs> yeah, universe yeah the gods, well, the gods and monsters <laughs> well, all, all the one made movie, all of one movie and i still haven't ever seen yeah <laughs> i remember that splash image they did of all the characters they had with they, they had they cast so many people in that like just, yeah russell crowe was, was, was like, like the, the fury guy right the, 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 uh, he was Dr. he Jekyll. was Jekyll and Hyde, yeah. So they cast like they had like an Invisible Man, and I can't remember who it was, but I remember they went all out on that, and then it just—I've never seen anything collapse so fast in my life. <laughs> well, I just remember the trailer was horrendous, like because the, the trailer got released <laughs> on YouTube, like missing a few layers of the audio. Oh, yes. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure somebody got exiled from Hollywood <laughs> yeah. for that mess. <laughs> All right, well, we should probably wrap it up like yeah, we're, uh, we're, we're, we're in Pete's made, driveway now. We've made it home, so I hope everybody enjoyed this one. It's, uh, it was, it was, go see it. Go see it. You won't, you won't, you won't be yeah. disappointed. You won't feel like you've wasted your time if you go and see an Aquaman. The Lost Kingdom? It's a, it's a fun way to spend Christmas Day. <laughs> yes. Just leave your family and go watch Aquaman. Yeah. No, like if... <laughs> If your family's getting really bad, just like sneak out. <laughs> Go and see Aquaman. Come back. They won't notice your. If dog. you hate your family Christmases like Trevor does. <laughs> no. <laughs> you revealed. <laughs> Hopefully no one in your family's got this far through the podcast. <laughs> I didn't say I didn't say it was my immediate family. I gotcha. Gotcha. Okay. <laughs> um All right, what do we need to pimp before we sign off? What's your what's your favorite alternate Christmas movie? Like, yes. you, you gotta gotta let us know that. Yeah, however you want to communicate, your email, Twitter, Morse code, Instagram, Facebook. Send us a letter. Just put just put first look final word. Yeah, they'll find they, us. They'll figure it out. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, Reddit. Look for us on Reddit. We're getting a lot of conversation going on Reddit. So yeah. if you're one of those people, like like me and Trevor, get on there and you can chat with us. All right, and uh, yeah, happy holidays. Merry yeah, Christmas. Everybody enjoy your uh, your holiday season, however you want to celebrate. And we'll be back uh, in a couple of weeks. What's, yeah. Uh, what's next on the agenda? Have we figured that one out yet? I can't remember. I thought I thought Argyle was coming out sooner, but it said February in that trailer, yeah. so well, we'll you have know, to figure it out. Another reason to get on our socials. We'll, we'll let you know what's coming next. Yeah. But, but we're going to keep it to a sort of every other week release for right now. I think that's probably good enough for people. Yeah. <laughs> Let's see, clamoring for more. We don't think we have time for weekly right now. <laughs> but yeah, we'll uh, we'll catch you on the next one. All right. Yeah. Take care. Yeah. Have a good one, all. And that's the uh, final word. <laughs> <laughs>